Well, you're always staring at me. I'm like, uh, uh, and then she just left. This, this rebellion. Hey, what are I we? I feel like I should ask her permission. One, I think one. Speak. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bros Bibles and Beer. It is episode 191. This is Jeff. Zach, how's it going? That is a yes. Scott. Also we're agreed. Sh- yeah, we're shooting around here. Andy, how's it I'd going? I'd like to forget Memorial Day. And oh. Jeff. Wow. I'm fantastic as always. Now I say always, and it, it hasn't always been that way. Always. Whoa. Okay. Always been what way? I wasn't listening. Fantastic. 11, terrific. 11, Jeff, walking it back. Yeah. When was the last time you weren't at 11? <sighs> this uh, Jeff was, goes to 11. Uh, it was somewhere between f- five years ago and today. I'm sure there was plenty of days where it wasn't fantastic. I think most most podcast days, about two thirds through the episode, he's probably less than eleven because he's asleep. Pro- pro- <laughs> <laughs> so oh, where's are you talking guys Bible again? Talking about the things that we're drinking. Where's my Propecia? Scott, uh, did you get uh-oh. a haircut? I yeah, dude, I, I got it. I got a buzz. Speaking of Propecia, buzz yeah. cut or the yeah. lack of need for it. I think it's called alpaca. What? Yeah, that's the new that's the new one that helps you um the haircut? Oh, or, it's a hair thing. Or the barber. <laughs> yeah, go yeah. <laughs> what? Go to your barber and ask for the alpaca. I don't know what alpaca what alpaca noises are. Otherwise, I would try to be like more, more like a llama. <laughs> La, a llama? <laughs> that's a bad chewy. It's not me, guys. It's not a bad chewy. It's an alpaca. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So Andy, uh, you want to forget Memorial Day? Oh man, I just—he had- hates the troops. Uh, Why do you hate the <laughs> troops so much? <laughs> We've I mean, got a troop right here. The whole point we of Memorial Day our- is that you memorial, remember, remember. Okay, I know, we just that- lost our government sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> that was my plan. Yeah. Raytheon just pulled out of our sponsorship. <laughs> oh. Man, no, well, finally. That was two million. I've been trying. To, I'm trying to get rid of that for years. I just had too much fun on Memorial Day, and I paid for it the next. Ah. That's why I would like to forget. This oh, one. the day before Memorial Day, I heard you guys had a blast dancing. We were dancing yes. on a beach. Ah, and it was fun. It was fun. It was a great time. Good times. It was fun, and it was fun. And it was fun. It was really fun. <laughs> I like how you <laughs> you echoed yourself. I, re- I reminded myself. <laughs> Not only was it fun, it was fun. Right when he said it, he's like. Oh yeah, it was. It, it was, was fun. fun. Were you dancing for Jesus? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> for dancing for America. I think we're always dancing for Jesus. Okay. Unless you're a Puritan, and then it's all devilry. Okay. Well, as mentioned previously, when I read that quote from well, okay, so we're done just bashing America. Uh, I wasn't bashing America. I just uh, had too much booze. You were bashing yourself. I bashed and myself. Sunday, That's what my head felt like the next morning. Like Monday. I bashed myself. Yeah. Woof. Uh, so don't do it. Kids. I can keep bashing America yeah. if you want me. I, I mean, yeah. I got more. Hey, let's. That's why I'm drinking my Kirkland Sparkling Sparkle. Yeah. Oh, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Scott. Hold on, hold on. Uh, just real, real quick. Uh, what are we? What are we drinking here? I'm going dry for a month. 
Okay, pants are dry. That's, so that's how good. much fun he had on Memorial Day. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no more. Never again. <laughs> I am yeah. purging this. Except for when we go to the Angels game and we go to Beachwood Brewery. That's oh, right. Yeah. That'll be a Ooh. boy. That's That'll be my dizzy. glitch in the Matrix. Yes. <laughs> that's right. So Kirkland, insane. Kirkland otherwise. By the way. I, I will. Cheers. We had an we had a replacement. We had a replacement on our uh, oh yeah the big baseball day coming up. Well, we could talk about yeah, that's that's definitely but, inside baseball yeah. to pun intended. Ready? What are you drinking, Zachary? No, guess who's coming? Okay, the he's, man, the he's man, still the doing man, it. The man, Todd, the, man, the Todd Redarmel. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. All right, Zach, what are you drinking, Zach? Uh, is this Elijah Craig? Yeah. It was in your thingy. It was in your your booze thingy. Uh, mm. I almost spit everything out in my mouth. <laughs> I've in got my some mouth? out of my mouth. I'm putting the bourbon and bros bibles and bourbon <laughs> and having some Elijah Craig and to accompany it, accompany it. I'm doing a. Uh, I guess it's not technically a boiler maker, but I will be trading sips with an Alpine Duet IPA. Ooh. Yeah, boiler maker is is a glass of beer and you drop the shot. It's of usually whiskey garbage. In it, right? Usually garbage beer. I think that's how it goes. There is an Irish car bomb, which I think is Jameson mm. inside a Guinness. Guinness. Yeah. And that are, sounds better than or Bailey's, the former. Yeah. And you were very intentional when you walked in this studio. I want a bourbon. You literally like, I need bourbon and beer. Where is it now? Put it into my face. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. And it's great. Alpine is fantastic. And I love a little sip of bourbon. Lots of Alpine. That might be your, your, your mileage will vary. Listener, consume responsibly. Do you okay. guys notice something different up there? On the uh, bar cart, the death cab for cutie. No, no, I see some puzzle pieces. Nope, you're using it. Amazon awards, coasters, coasters, coasters. I was at the Google office the other day, and I made a side comment to someone who was within earshot that I felt like I hadn't gotten any cool Google swag yet, and her ears perked up. She is the swag queen of the office, and she goes, "You got Mm. five minutes." I said, "Yeah." Follow me. Literally got a bag full of stuff. Wow. I wouldn't mm. I wouldn't say this. Some would say she's the swag hag. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. No. But those are uh, those are like stone. Hashtags. They are. Hand. Those are These nice. are stone. It reminds me of an arrowhead. Like yeah. they make yeah. arrowheads yes. out of this ah, stuff. Shit. It's she like appropriated a square head. Nice. <laughs> anyway, fancy. Put your fancy drinks on the fancy Very coasters. Nice. Be fancy. Well, before <laughs> we get into whatever we're getting into. Well, what about the drink? Oh, drink? oh, oh you guys you, you, oh, had already had that much. Andy night here. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we I'm gonna I'm gonna just quickly talk about. We were at uh, our local uh, pizza place, Tony Pepperoni's, and we had a thousand steps uh, beer. There it was very good. That's Laguna Beach Brewing Company. Yeah, it was really good. But Technically, here, you're supposed to get in ten thousand steps. Here, but whatever. Here. <laughs> Uh, got a little, I think it g- might be little gin, little gin and, and soda here for me. Uh, yeah. Scott, Scotty, what are you doing? I did the same thing. I didn't know what to do. And so I just copied Jeff Well, and regretting it already. Really? In what way? The <laughs> taste? Anytime I copy you, Jeff, I regret it. Just instant, re- <laughs> <laughs> instant yeah. regret. Well, stop reading the Bible. You can be like me. Oh wait! Whoa, that fell. Wait, is this, that I, fell dead? I wish you day? would. Wow, like, that would make me happy. <laughs> or, or just read it like me, Scott. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is wrong. This is nope. This no. This is no. This is wrong. Anyway, oh, 
Unless we want to talk about that, but go ahead. Okay, we can have kid check. Well, Scott, you're out. Well, but before, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I just want to say, like, there's a lot of a lot of things going on in the world that is, is the world is full of uncertainty, and um, everyone's looking better. for someone to hate, and everyone has someone to hate. Mm. Everyone's a hero on social media. We all know it's right. We're all correct, but. The truth is we're all wrong all the time, but the one thing we could all be right on and join together in this nation, wrong. in this world of America, um, therefore such as, is our common hate for the Yankees. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. That's clear. Thank that's, you. That's, there's no question about that. Clear and present. Something we danger. can agree on, Zach. Thank you. All right. Yes. Now moving on. And what the do we Mavericks. Got, Jeff? The Mavericks? Dallas Say Mavericks? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Okay. Oh, we're doing all the sports. Hatred yeah. sports moment of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you guys, talk to me. Let's fix some <laughs> issues. You all had right. you had things, Zach. We had the guy. Well, we had the guy that. Uh, well, actually, here's a uh, an- anecdote from a local church that I'm connected to. Uh, a gentleman, I have firsthand knowledge from people who was secondhand to the source. You do the math. Somebody came Twice into a moved. church and there, so there's this, a woman speaking from a stage. Some might call it preaching. Some would call it teaching. Some would be afraid to call it that. And they would just say, well, she was speaking. Um, but woman speaking in church and somebody in the congregation confronted a staff member like she can't be doing this. It says right here. And that's not even a good interpretation. The interpretation I got from somebody was like, it says it right here. Like somebody very, um, a strong person, strong willed, um, assertively, assertively asserting himself. Someone that dare I say might need to, to, to move his shoulders sideways to enter doorways. He was Mm -hmm. that wide in, Mm -hmm. in a too identifiable. Yeah, maybe. Too late now. <laughs> yeah. I, I was trying, but then... Now I've put a highlighter on it. Continue. Strong person, strong-willed for sure, um, confronted a staff member. She can't be doing this. This is against what the Bible preaches. See, it says right here and points into his Bible. No lady talking. No lady talking. And uh, so I don't I just... And the, the staff member just said, okay, maybe you should, I, I think the staff member, uh, what is church is this connected to, um, we are protecting identities here, Jeff. The staff member said, maybe this isn't the church for you, which is a good, I think that's a good response. Also, it's come to my attention that maybe the staff member is acquainted with this knows of this person enough to prior like, relationship to, uh, be a little more confrontational average. And there was a little bit of back and forth. Maybe this isn't the right church for you. I like that. Um, and also had knowledge of maybe the, maybe this person hasn't had the best relationships with the fairer sex, if I dare say. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that anymore. Fair. Um, fair. Fair. Yeah. Most, most of them have tans. Fair. Yeah. But West I don't know. I don't know where this takes us. Like I'm. It's interesting to me, and I use that word intentionally, Jeff, to go into a church setting w- that you're not a part of and to be like, no, I need to fix this now. Like, is that a, 
Uh, as it, a visitor. As a visitor. Is that ever a thing? No matter what you think about the issue of a woman pastor, and this is a woman and a pastor, ordained and such, uh, but it, it violated his code and what he mm. thinks is God's code so much that he had to correct it then and there, even though he doesn't even go to the church. Like, how many groups could you step into that you disagree with and and like knowingly go in there just to critique them and say, no, this shouldn't happen because I disagree with it? Um, what kind of like, I don't know, the, the, the gall to do that is, I don't know. I, I, maybe I don't have that muscle. It's like, I, I don't need to correct anybody anymore. Well, are you Scott. sure? Are you sure about that? Well, <laughs> I might object to that, but go ahead. Well, and you'd, you'd probably be right. I'm, I'm saying generally like yeah. people. No, are, Scott, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're right to object and I'm going to disagree with you still. Scott, has, uh, Scott historically on our podcast over the last seven years has done that to guests. No, that's good. Well, and they're a stranger. So essentially yeah, they're that's kind what, of strangers, visitors. Yeah. That's where maybe I don't have that that same drive and muscle, like disagreeing with somebody I'm close to. Yes. Now we're, now we're talking, now we're cooking with grease. Like I will do that about things I care about. And hopefully in a constructive way, we can have this robust dialogue because I, I do care about issues. I'm not a relativist in spite of what Scott puts on social media about me. Mm -hmm. Check my Snapchats. Um, but to go into a place that you're not connected to at all. Like there's a yeah. million places I could go into and, and tell them why they're wrong, why I think they're wrong, but I would just be an asshole. So why? I don't know. Yeah. And this is a little bit of a different forum. Like this is designed for us to be able to, to dig in and have those discussions and debates about stuff where it, it like we're asking, we're welcoming it. It's, it's part of the deal where maybe that's not necessarily the case when you're going to come in and, critique or criticize another church. I would just look at that and go, dude, what did you think was going to happen <laughs> when you had that? Did you, did you think they were going to go, ah, crap. I didn't even realize that. Good call. Well, let's Hold wind on, this cut, one back. Cutter Mike, cutter Mike. Yeah, dude, we got to stop this right now. This guy made a really good point by <laughs> pointing to the Bible where it says, it was right in front of our yeah. face the whole time. I, I think there's something commendable to that. A lot of times we're too afraid. How to, dare you? <laughs> too afraid to say anything. And, you know, even things that we um, hold dearly. And I don't, I don't know the person you're talking about or the situation. Um, but, there, I don't probably, either, actually. There probably could be an argument made that that needs to happen more often, that we need, we need to stand up more for what we believe than what we currently stand up for. And I, I, me, me as well, I, I'm silent probably far too often. Yeah, but maybe it's like a, not in his case, but the, if, if you take that idea, maybe there's a, there's the time and the place. Like if you're, if your goal is just to emote and oh, then then what's the point if it's just it's like masturbatory i just want to feel good about laying down the smack mm -hmm. even though i don't really want to change things so is your goal to change things to impact things or is your goal to just go i feel like i got to walk out and tell them the way that i thought it should be well that's certainly a question we need to ask ourselves and yeah. uh i don't i don't know his motives um um but well even even then, we could have we could know what we should do, and and then still have selfish motives behind it. Even though we know it's the right thing to do, there there, there could be both at at play at the same time. Mm -hmm. 
because we're human. Uh, but yeah, if you're if you're convicted about something and you say it, I mean, there might be something commendable about not standing up in the middle of whatever she was talking about during the service. You're like, hey, that's great restraint. He waited and talked to sure. someone individually. Yeah. But there's a lot there's a lot of shenanigans that go on in, in churches that uh, shouldn't go on. And I think, you're I, telling I, me we got... I think people oh, yeah. should call them out. People should call that stuff out. Yeah. I Well, I think it's it's probably a version of a superpower, the knowing the time and the place and doing it well to correct a perceived wrong. Because very often the things we feel the strongest about, um, they they sort of subtly reveal what we're struggling with ourselves internally. Sometimes. Uh, yes. So, sometimes. I think I said often. And I, I, often is is maybe a little yeah. more than sometimes, but I'm leaving I'm leaving it out. Like maybe you're t- totally correct about what you feel about, but very often the, the things you're passionate about, or the things that drive you the most nuts. In my case, if somebody uses passive aggression against me, it spins me out. And if I'm not th- thinking clearly, it's easy to be like super pissed and be blind to the fact that, oh, it's because I struggle with using passive aggression against people. Even if it's not out loud internally, I'll be thinking in passive aggressive ways where it's like, I got to check myself and realize, oh, I hate that about me. That's why I hate that they did that. It doesn't make it what they did right, but it, I think definitely, I don't know about this individual's particular case, but he's very passionate. We're, we are in a world with so many things going on, so much uncertainty, especially from a, if you're somebody who believes in God and feels that you have the truth on your side and the Bible speaks authoritatively about almost every truth you can think of. And you see, the world seems to be like crumbling related, you know, like it's a world that people don't seem to care about truth from I'm, I'm doing a little bit of bro psychology to this gentleman. Um, mm that if you, oh, you're going to cling to what you think, you know, for sure. And so you're going to go to the Bible and like, it, it might cause you to lean into like correcting and grabbing a hold of something you think it, and, and not letting go and also rejecting things that deviate from that truth path in a way that maybe you wouldn't do normally if you felt more confident that the world was okay and things were going to be okay. That was a word, a little bit of word salad, yeah. but well, I, and that's a pretty classic difference between bounded set and centered set theology. Well, it's also a lot of psychologizing there. Uh, maybe he just was going and like, he's just going to uh, to a church service and this is what was presented in front of him. And then he's like, huh, I need to say something about this. Right. Um, I, some I would say he didn't sound so constra- or restrained. It wasn't like oh, I'm struck by this. He was fired up. Why? Why do you guys well, feel p- like potentially? But it, it doesn't mean no, it, he, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's struggling with someone. And and for that to be someone's default, like just to write 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 him off because uh, wanna, oh, they might be struggling with that, or they're probably struggling with that same thing. Well, hold on, hold this on. was a visitor I'm, to the to yeah. to church. this particular church. And, and I'm not writing him off. Like it's somebody that I, I wish I could have been present and like had a good conversation with the guy, not to like correct each other, but just, Hey, where are you coming from? What's going on under the hood there? Because the type of person that's going to sort of semi publicly 
try to rebuke an institution that you're not a part of. Um, I feel like there's more going, there's more than me CI there that I want to know about. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely writing them off um, or her, but I think we already said, dude, <laughs> Uh, but the Senate, the Senate said thing. I, um, uh, from that church, from that congregation's perspective, yeah. would they allow him to stay if he's going to disagree sure. with them? Totally, 100%. but that person didn't. No, he just said he suggested if that it was in the context mm. of if this is too tough for you, if it's a deal breaker, if this yeah. is a deal breaker, maybe this isn't the right church for you. Yeah, because it's a church that I I do happen to know is affiliated with a denomination that uh egalitarian is egalitarian when it comes to women mm-hmm. speaking in church and also ordaining and having women pastors so methodist no uh no it's it's an evangelical co- church oh evangelical covenant okay yeah but it but it's like it's a yeah yeah it's like so this which is so the same the, co- same denomination that as mountain view yeah, mm-hmm. the where you guys go to, mm-hmm. right. yeah. Okay. yeah, and so it is. It, it is like yes, you can come, but if it's going to drive you nuts to the point where you're not going to change the overarching denomination's view individually from mm-hmm. the local church. So if it's a problem that this person is speaking, it's the equivalent of coming and being like, "You guys are singing hymns at your Presbyterian church." That sucks. I don't like it. Like, dude, you came to the Presbyterian church, man. They sing yeah. hymns. Right. Okay, yeah. But, it, but it's the, that, yeah. is that the same as someone pointing to the Bible? So and taking it, something out of context? Well, no, I so I, I had the same thought, Jeff. And, and so I think what Andy was saying is that... that well, you, you're in alignment with Jeff on the yeah. Bible? Record scratch. It's not the same like looking at the Bible and going, Hey, this is what I see. I think what Andy is saying is that that was a, you you went, you went to this particular denomination and you like, you should know that this is what they teach. And you went there and then you were surprised that this is that they had a woman, a pastor. Like you, you went that that's what the denomination believes is that you can have women pastors. So even if you you didn't be surprised, I I think that that's how I took Andy's kind of, and I wouldn't look, I would, I would doubt that most people who go and visit a given church on a Sunday would go go through the values of the denomination before they showed up. Some might, probably, I would guess, around here, probably not everybody. Pro- they, most don't, probably. They check the website, and they're just like, uh, seems Christian, most. I will go there. Well, and then even, even within any particular denomination, there are factions, and not all, all individual congregations hold to everything and then even there some uh let's just say statements of faith are broad enough where they could include different interpretations of a particular topic sure um where it would you couldn't Swirl. point you couldn't point to that statement of faith and go oh no no uh no calvinism or yes calvinism because it's so broad that that it yeah, yeah, because they they were trying to not push anyone out or push that that particular group out. Yeah, yeah, and if, we're seeing that with the Baptists today. Is they're probably going to break. If up. I was a guy who had that as a deal breaker, and I knew that was a deal breaker for me, I might then maybe I would do a little bit of homework and go. 
hey, I don't go to them ladies speaking churches. <laughs> or maybe he knew. Maybe, maybe he knew and... Maybe that was his purpose uh, for showing up. Pot- potentially, I, I wouldn't count that out um, he wouldn't as have known far that the, as me doing He wouldn't have known that this person like was that. speaking. That was I, a surprise. I, I, He's going to nail a piece of paper. Yeah, to the door. To the door, and, and it will say, <laughs> yeah. it says right here. And put a sticky on the door. I I, I could see myself doing that um, to a certain degree. Didn't your pastor do that? Yeah. Your pastor did that. Yeah. He would, on the anniversary yeah. of Martin Luther. Now, you don't he go to, to a Lu- Catholic church? You don't go to a Lutheran church. No. Heck but no. now I hope I'm not, if we need to not talk about Lutherans are almost Catholics. Right, more than the Lutherans know. Yeah, probably. But, but your pastor, not Lutheran, on the anniversary of Lutheran or of Luther, Martin Luther. Yeah. Do you, the ninety-five you, thesis 95 to the theses. Wittenberg Church door. He has gone around to other not Catholic churches, but yeah, Protestant other Protestant churches, Protestant and, churches. And what has he said? Um, he he points out things that, that he knows about them that he yeah. believes are theologically incorrect that they are teaching. Yes, yes. Which even the church of a guest we've had on in the past. Mm. I might be revealing something I'm not supposed to, but it's out. I guess it's, no. I don't care. I don't know. That's fun. Yeah. Did you do it to Mountain View? No. No. Oh, oh we passed the test. No, but I think Todd. <laughs> I think Todd back met, twenty met the- years ago. Before he was the pastor of Mountain View, interviewed or applied for a teaching uh, teaching job at uh, the Calvary Chapel Extension Campus that my pastor was running in, in Rancho, Santa Margarita. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. But that is like, there's a boldness to that. Like the, pa- I don't have a problem with the pastor doing that sort of thing. Like here, yeah. here's what I think about you guys. Yeah. You know, it's almost like a, a well-written note, you know, depend, I don't know. I'm yeah. assuming it was well-written. Strongly worded. Strongly letter. worded. That's fine. Like yeah. the middle of during church service or I don't know. It's, it's a little bit different like this. I'm not saying you shouldn't stand up for what you believe, especially when from this guy's perspective, going back to the guy, like this is like, you know, you guys are doing what God doesn't want. Like it says right here in the Bible yeah. that this is what God wants and you guys are not doing it. So in, in light of that, it's like, I, I get the passion. Uh, the time and place part of it is where I'd quibble. Cause all day, I think you should all day. I want to talk about these types of things and like, okay, let's investigate this together and maybe right. we can make each other's positions better. Um, iron sharpening iron and whatnot. And even if we don't change, maybe it will make us consider our position in a way that will help us hold it better. And maybe even a little more humbly. Yeah. And there's, um, so in Acts, or was it an Acts? Maybe, I, for, I forget where it is. Um, it doesn't matter. Paul said, <laughs> just kidding. No, but Paul says that um, that he opposed the Bible according he opposed, to Jeff. He opposed Peter to his <laughs> Whatever. face. Like Paul, Paul s- saw something that Peter was doing was wrong and he confronted him about it because Paul, Peter was was um, he was Pe- trying to appeal to the Judaizers, so those who were still trying, so Jewish he, Jewish called, he called them weaker Christians. 
or maybe that's not the word, but it was like um, that, that might be the the eating meat thing on the food thing. Yeah, that's and not I, what you're talking about. I think it's a oh. different. Yeah, I think it's a different uh, different one where Peter was. Well, he, finish your thought. Don't let me derail you. No, it's all right. No, it's all right. Um, uh, Peter Peter was appealing to the Judaizers because Jewish Christians were trying to make the Gentile Christians um, adhere to Jewish law, and Peter was siding with the Jews, the Judaizers, and Paul saw this and he, then he's like, no, the, the Gentiles don't have to become Jews. They, you know, they believe in Jesus already. They don't, they don't have to follow whatever the Jews are doing. And so Paul opposed Peter to his face. Uh, and Peter was a prominent person in the early church. And so that had to be, had to be difficult. And, and, I, and I guess that's the point there is like, you know things things that there were rifts we, within the 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 scripture within the new testament there were rifts on teaching styles and what should be taught what should be emphasized what was okay what was not even within the bible well you know, yeah and i guess the the point the emphasis i was going for there was that it, the difficulty that it was it had to be uncomfortable for paul to oppose peter who outside of Paul was probably the most prominent apostle at the time. Um, and, you know, just doing, doing things that are uncomfortable is, is difficult. And I, I, I could, I could see the, I understand the the tendency to shy away from that. I, I, I do it all the time. I think that the part that just uh, <clears throat> usually rubs me the wrong way is when the focus is on non-essentials. Well, so that's the thing. That so that that might be one of the questions. In is it a non-essential? In, I don't think that one's an essential. In I, one of those passages where Peter, where where I'm sorry, where Paul is talking about that, he says that this is this is our teaching. If anyone opposes this, then they're opposed to God's word or something. Like like Paul. Now, now that's not to say what the correct interpretation of that passage is. What I'm saying, though, is that mm-hmm. that in that passage, Paul talks about that as being like, "This is what we teach. There is, there's no other way," and, and that is one of the aspects of of uh, people who hold to the I don't know what is it in the non complementary complementarian view complementarian is there's egalitarian and then there's complementarian those are the polar okay so the non-egalitarian view complementarian yeah oh so the yeah the complementarian view that's one of the because because it's which in i want to like redefine those terms it's, it's well i don't you know and i'm not so much concerned about the con, the term and that's why i was asking yeah. I, i'm not not like the term itself whatever i'm just it's in the passage itself where paul is saying that this is what this is what we teach, and if you have if you have another way, then you're like essentially you're wrong. Like this is this is what we has been passed down to us, and and that's not a that's not a statement about what the correct interpretation of should women teach or not teach. I'm just saying that's the the emphasis or the importance of that passage is in the text itself. I think it also says you shouldn't have your head covered. In services as well in that well, so, in that passage. Right. So if we've well, no, uh, so those we, of us we, who wear hats to church, uh, th- this is the point: is yeah. that I don't think I don't think your salvation is dependent on that topic. I think that that's 
I, I think that that is a stylistic choice. I think that there's plenty of other places in the Bible which point to women being in positions of leadership and speaking and teaching. Deborah, one of the judges, right? I think. Uh, well, yeah, be- e. <laughs> because there were all the the men were weak. Yeah, uh, uh, we can make excuses, but it, the, the point well, no, I'm trying to make an, it's not an, ex- it's not an was excuse. A, it was a hundred percent of an excuse. It, that was oh oh, be, oh because they were weak. No, that, that uh, but so that could be that could be could I'm saying could so God will use women. That could be seen Only as a judgment. If the guys are it, dropping it could, the ball. It could be seen as a judgment. I mean, there there, there are other times right. when I'm just trying to point like out that, that there's happen. like. And again, I'm not I'm not yeah. I'm not saying anything about a, a what the correct interpretation of the first you know, yeah. the Timothy passages are. I'm just saying that that just because there was Deborah was a leader, that doesn't mean that that was the order that God wanted. I like that there's a Debbie in the Old Testament. <laughs> which, is, which is my mom's name, by the way. Um, Deborah or Debra? little Debbie? Deb- Deborah. Um, I like your mom. Because hi, he, Scott's mom. Oh, thank you. <laughs> she says hi. <laughs> I'm guessing she I knows to her me today. Hey, from, guys, from the for, the, for the record, I talked whoa, whoa, to my mom. Whoa, whoa. What today. was that other voice? I just heard a second voice, a third voice. I heard it. It's coming in. Who was that? Yeah, because there were other things. There were things like like Israel was not supposed to have a king. God said, do not appoint a king. But the the people of Israel like, we want a king. So God's like, all right, these are the rules. If you're gonna appoint a king, this is this these are the rules for a king. Yeah. So just just because no, 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 not, not a king. More a president. A president. No, not a no, prime minister. No, 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 prime, prime, former vice president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so I mean that and that's with I mean there this are, there, is why are there are other examples of this that. is why just yeah. zooming into that old, that thing that verse by itself and just going let me extract this out of context and and well that but that's still begging the question else. is it out of context there's well well I think for yeah. for sure what's not arguable is uh, like this particular gentleman gentleman I'm be like okay you're pointing to a passage you're reading somebody's mail and in your from an English translation and so to, to be able to like dive into what that meaning has for us today is a complex question. It's not the black and white. Oh, it says this in my English translation based on what I know from my particular cultural context. Therefore, ironclad hundred percent, she needs to get come off the stage now. And if you guys continue this, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I might put some paper on your outside wall. At some point, with I got writing a whole stack of sticky notes. Uh, hey, how how do we get Jeff back? Jeff is I less than it, eleven right now. I think no, I'm not. I think it requires <laughs> a s- strong, confident men with uh, wives who might stand up and preach. <gasps> who might stand up and preach for that m- husband to just like go, girl. I allow just, that. Just, I will allow, allow that. that, right, Jeff? But <laughs> it's the comedy <laughs> shtick, right, Zach? Uh, He's agreeing. I, with it you. would be better to have a conversation with the, the gentleman who, you know, made a comment like this, and and yeah. really ask the question. I wish like, I could talk to Daryl. Yeah, what is what is going on? Tell me what's wrong, and and then tell me. Would G if Jesus was next to you, would he be looking at you as you yell someone off the stage or or criticize somebody being on stage, man or woman, 
what would Jesus be thinking at that moment? What would you be mm-hmm. thinking at that moment if Jesus was standing next to you? So, yeah. so I, well, I, I think he's what he's. I'm, I'm guessing what he's saying is that this was the teaching that Jesus gave to the apostles, and so this is being obedient to that teaching. What he did. Well, it's what it's that's what, what that's Paul what he's said, saying, probably. And also, also like from this guy's perspective, like just doing a little generalization, but cares deeply about this country, cares deeply about morals and what's right and wrong, cares deeply about right and wrong. And in a world where gender seems to be uh, a little fluid um, in the mainstream, like there's the what's up and down is like being shifted a little bit for a lot of people, man, well, I think I'm kind of repeating my point from before. Like he's, uh, he's, I'm being a little bit sympathetic because I, I know I'm not where he's at theologically and I would want to have a conversation about that, but I totally get the impulse to be like, like, no, this, this is, here's where it's at. This is, this is the truth. Yeah. And I'm sure that pastors all over the world, every single week, get their inboxes flooded oh, yeah. with oh, this kind yeah. of stuff. That's Def- probably, yeah. I bet that's 90% Definitely. of them. Or doing that versus the other person. The, the I bet the in-person ones are usually about the music being too loud. <laughs> <laughs> I, but Zach, I'm not. Well, I mean, ultimately, you know, Jeff. Yeah. Ultimately, if someone walks away, f- f- okay, let's just say this: a gentleman or or anybody sees something that they don't agree with, but they walk away, going, "I, you know what? I've learned. I, I actually took something away from this. I don't agree with that." but I took something away from this or they could even check themselves and being like, you know what? I'm learning to be patient today and I'm learning to bite my tongue. I'm learning not to, you know, dig into somebody when they're being vulnerable. Like where there's so many, there's so many paths that this could take for this person. And we all enter into all these situations. So I, I really have a a difficult time just with this topic in general and this person's reaction and the fact that they're not here. I I mean that would be my my want. Well, I'm going to give out his address at the end of the show <laughs> and uh, we'll see yeah. what our listeners have to say about him. But um yeah, it's we, we are driven, we're being trained to be culture warriors right now. Like whether it's religious or spiritual or political um everyone is being being um funneled into their particular mm. brand of whatever and and there's not a lot of nuance there's not a lot of allowance for nuance and in a world where the where it's like the liberal agenda or the conservative agenda or whatever you're, whatever you're afraid of it, I totally get it. It's like, no, this is just an example of, for him, the liberal agenda coming in. And I, I, um, I would like to encourage people to find ways to eject from whatever culture war you're a part of. And it doesn't mean you don't care about issues. It just means you try to see people's humanity first, as opposed to putting people into a uh, particular agenda because if if something's a part of an agenda it's it's dehumanizing by fault or by default and um 
there's so much dehumanizing going on, even to the point of um, people taking their own lives and taking other people with them. It's like that that's a part of this convert the people being so scared or so hopeless and not having hope that they uh, go to drastic measures. And that, that happens through dehumanization. And I'm not saying this guy is going to do something drastic, but there's a spectrum of if the, like dehumanizing people is a spectrum that starts slow and small. And you think it's like, and if you're not, if you're not careful, it can escalate to where you have literal actual enemies because those people are the bad people or they're not even people. It's like, or, or I, I mean, I guess that's a, a question. It, it, was he engaging in dehumanization? No, I'm just saying generally, mm. like big picture, like we all know it. You see it on the news, like all, all the current events that are happening, all the shootings that are happening. But that's, that's a, those, these are separate I, things uh, from this particular of course. case. I'm just, uh, of I just course. want to make that, I'm just, obviously I want to make the clarification. Right. <laughs> of course, but it's, if you see things as agendas and things that need to be beaten, it's, you can know, I, um, you, you can de- dehumanize, dehumanizing happens in subtle ways. And it's different than this particular individual, I'm assuming, but it starts right. somewhere and it's, it doesn't go from like, oh, I'm a, I'm a healthy individual that cares about an issue to like, oh, I'm going to take drastic measures that are going to take people's life. That doesn't just happen with a, a flip of a switch. Right. Can I take us on a, a slight tangent from this? Absolutely. Because you, you, this has made me think of something. When I was, uh, I was thinking about this driving home from church this weekend. Um, and it's related to us, how we, how our culture right now has a very um, consumer it's a very consumer minded culture, especially when it comes to church. Oh yeah. And I wondered, I, and I, I've caught myself doing some of this, which is I, I make a judgment on how Sunday was by the performance of the person or people sometimes more than the content of what is being shared. And we'll, and we'll find myself caught up on, in, in those things rather than like, wait a minute, was there some really key truth that was super important? Instead, it was, yeah, they were okay. They, they spoke all right. They kind of lagged a little bit and took a little bit too much time up front with the like, anecdotes. Um, yeah, way too That was a good message. This church is really doing well. We're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> you're a victim of your own uh, volunteerism. Like, you're, you're so you're connected, you're involved, you, and you, you want play worship, you yeah. know, all the de- And plus you're an, you're an, you're a balance. You're actually a pretty unique balance of artistic and analytical. Like, you know, all the te- technical aspects that it takes to run the church for the church we go to, you know, all the people, you know, the inner workings intimately, you play music, you're an overseer and so if you just show up on a Sunday and you're not actually like uh, quote unquote overseeing or worshiping, like playing in the worship band, is this what you're talking about? You can, you can just be like, well, worship I'm ultra critical on and that one. It's, is it's really hard to turn but, off, but, but it's you, the same ballpark. Want, it's on all levels. You also want, and I'm going to use, you know, you want you the almost, best product and I'm not using product in the materialism, but, but it's like, 
Psalm that's 30, good. Psalm that, that's 33, a, play well for the Lord. That's a good not aspect. Just play. Like you, but, you sh- but at the there, same there time, should be people. Scott, get off the stage. Critical. Yeah, which but he nice. would say. He would say. But where, where's there? the line I where agree. it goes too far and where Andy right. in particular is right. like, I, is like, oh right. my gosh, I I'm feel trying to give Andy some credit here. <laughs> I feel be, be, my, be a little more. Uh, mine's less about. So mine, you know, less yeah. critical of yourself. Uh, mine's less about. Uh, it, it is less about me. It's it's how often have you been in a service and ha- and walked away from it and one and your reaction was different than somebody else's. And the things that they oh, cited, yeah. it wasn't this, and that it was like, it was, it, you, I'll, I'll, let me give you the example. Jeff, you and I go to a service, and at the end of it, our reactions to the pastor are polar opposite. And I go, oh my gosh, I was crying. I'm you in this scenario. I was, cri- <laughs> I was crying. <laughs> I was crying when he, when, when I believe a friend of ours would right now say, <laughs> wow. 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 We might have to bleep we that might have to bleep We'll that. edit that out. The F word, so, that, the F word might be so, better. Than so that. yeah, I thought he was going to say the actual F word. Yeah. I, I wish you would have. And, yeah. and I stopped when, crying. When he gave this example, it was so meaningful and mm-hmm. touched me so deeply. And Jeff, you sit there and go, oh my gosh, I was so bored. And this is me playing you. Now, yeah. Now, yep. now you're me. <laughs> Oh my gosh, he was so I was so bored that his message was way too long mm. and he made way too many self-deprecating jokes at the front and just totally lost me. And sounds like a personal And problem. in this example, which is right. I think we've all kind of encountered these things. This happened to me recently and and with other other people, I was the person who was emotionally interrupted in the service and someone else was like, "Eh." Mm. And, and so this is where I wonder how often do we get hung up on the performance of the person versus the, the, the content. I recognize it's really hard to separate those things. Right. And maybe you don't even, you don't have to, but it's, it's such an interesting spectrum. Like in, in this, I will, I will say the, the message you were, you are referencing only cause we talked about this a little bit on the sl- on the side. Um, I was at home I had it on YouTube on my phone listening to it and I was playing video games on a <laughs> Sunday morning. And so I was like kind of in and Eating out. nachos. I was I was in and out in a way that you weren't. You were you were in it, Andy, in a way that where you're like you were like a little bit like, "Oh, this why does he keep going on this? He's still going on this. Like where when are you going to get to the stuff?" Whereas uh, yeah. me, I was like in and out, in and out. And then I would hear a couple snippets, like something would catch my ear. And so I heard a couple things where like, I really like that. That was really good. Mm. And Zach's but, crying was all the people he was killing in his video games. Oh, yes, well, this is so if you mean killing, I was killing the Yankees mm. playing the angels and MLB oh, the show. Okay. All right. F well, you Yankees. Have fun with that. Like in real life. I'm serious. <laughs> Like no. I, all that talk about dehumanization that doesn't count, with, doesn't the count with the Yankees. There's an exception. <laughs> the Lord has made an exception. No, that's good. And to go back to, I think what you were saying, Zach, about an individual person, whatever they're going through, it could be that with the evaluation of a sermon or even a worship performance is that even like the individual, wherever they are in their life at that moment, they're going to, receive let's just say uh the message differently 
than someone else who's at a going through other things yes. in their life at that particular hour. Subjectivity. Or 20 minutes or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, <clears throat> how about it, it crystallizes? Maybe worship makes it easier because it's not coming through on the, the, the pastor speaking part. Hey, how was, uh, how was church today? Oh, worship was really good. What right. does worship was really good mean? The pastor's still... <laughs> No, or for most people, for a lot of people. No, but I've been at a party where a party of a lot of, I'm assuming non-believers, like a big part. It was a poker party, like multiple multiple tables, and I happened to be in earshot of a couple of ladies I did not know, and they were talking about Hillsong, Los Angeles, and this was years ago. Yeah. Um, for what it's worth, but all that this one woman could tell her friend. Mm-hmm. Like was just how great the music was, like how incredible it was, and I guarantee you, like knowing Hillsong, they've written one of the books, one of the two books that sure. exist on modern, modern worship. worship. Uh, but it was just the worship music, and so in her case, it's like the the pastor and the teaching almost didn't matter. She was there for the the worship. Yeah, well, and they're they're not mutually exclusive. They could have both been great, but that just and, and I get just, it. Like, like I would have a hard, honestly, if I had to find a new church right now, um, it and the mer the the worship, the, the worship was terrible. Murder worship, <laughs> and the worship was terrible. Like, what does that mean, though? It, yeah. mean, it would mean it would mean like bad players, bad singers, crappy sound. Yeah, so any version of that. It would be very difficult for me to stick around, even if the pastor was just like spot on, because I care about music and I like I I do music so that, and I don't know that that's right. Like that might be wrong on my part. It might actually be wrong, and I'm open to the fact that it might be wrong. And there's a lot of <clears throat> I'm so there's a lot of people that that skip the worship and just come in for the message at many churches. Oh, I see so many people at the church that I'm involved with that. I know that the music is too loud for them. Like just watching these people come in, it's like this music is not for you, but there's something they're like at an age where the music in the lobby is too loud for them. Yes. (laughs) But they're at an age where maybe it's like their, their wisdom transcends and they just see the Mm. big picture and they love the people that are involved. And, and so they see past the things that would trip me up in a way that, is like all of a sudden convicting now that I'm talking about well, it. Well, the point that I guess <laughs> Thanks, I'm really Andy. trying to get to is that oftentimes we, I, I think we get hung, we will get hung up on what, what we perceive as the performance or the style thing. And we may miss the more important piece that we're supposed to, that we're supposed to glean from that. And so that, that's the piece. Like, again, if my question of what does it mean when you hear someone say, Oh, worship was really good. Usually it means the music was really good. Like, right. I'm totally generalizing here, but most people mean the worship. The, when they say the worship was really good, the music was really good because lots of modern day worship songs are kind of vapid. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times, yeah. a lot of times when I love you, love, I'm love tr- you. Even I'm, though I enjoy playing said vapid songs, like oh, the, when I'm playing the it, the music like, part is awesome. Yeah. It's better than it's ever been. The music is better than it's ever been. However, the depth is. It hurts me sometimes. So, uh, 
Love Jesus. So a lot of times, no matter what, (laughs) no matter how the music is or what the message is, ultimately I'm listening and reflecting on like my life and trying like, is God speaking to me in some word, some thought, some moment within church or within the, you know, getting lost in a, a song and reflecting on that. And so whether the music's bad, in fact, there are times when I have thought this music, this singer is horrible. And at the same time, I'm like, be careful not to get distracted. That's good. That's good. And because maybe I don't have that. Maybe I'm getting, (laughs) maybe I'm just, maybe I'm getting pulled away to miss something. Then I'm not, you could say like the devil's in this, but it's like, do not allow yourself to get distracted by something that you shouldn't be distracted by. I mean, like, why are you at church? I'm there for a community. I'm there to just have conversations with people. And I'm there to like, does God, is there something here today um, within the service that like this helps me reflect on where I am in, in life or my walk with Christ. And hopefully that's going to, and with you, I think it does apply. You're, you're not just this person that goes on Sunday and, Oh, it checks the box of Sunday. I got filled up from me personally. And that's the end of it. It's like, hopefully it's make it's preparing you to be a better person throughout the week. That's the best case scenario. And I always worry that it's like, Oh, am I, am I playing worship to contribute to this? Like, Oh, I get this dopamine rush because the worship was incredible. And then I, then the people go back in their week and they just act like whatever. And they come back to get that fix again. It's like, no, it should be more than that. That is the, uh, I've been wondering about this a lot, you know, uh, I don't, I don't know how often in churches it, it gets mentioned or touched on what's actually important about showing up and worshiping corporately. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they're going through that in a particular part of the Bible or if they, that's the topic of the day. Yeah. One of the, yeah. It's, it's more than music. It probably gets touched on less than Easter and Christmas do. <laughs> yeah. Potentially. Yeah. More than music. And it's, uh, I think most people would say, yeah, worship isn't just music, but functionally for most people, it's like, Oh, Worship is we we do that on Sunday morning and hopefully yeah, hear the, a good the, message and then the beat's we, important. It it all it's hard to separate the 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 music from the lyrics. Um and my my so y'all's Mountain View has had great worship. I mean it's it's I I would What do you mean had? I has what had you, what do you mean okay, Scott, had. what do you mean? Scott, I wanna clarify I'm gonna clarify. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean had? How dare you, Scott? <laughs> Some would say. What I'm saying. <laughs> it's never been better. Um, I would say it would be difficult to find a week where you'd find congregants that were like, oh, the worship was terrible this week at Mountain View. There's very few other places you could go to and be like, wow, they they beat out Mountain View. Yeah. Mountain, Mountain View has had great yeah, um, great other places. <laughs> My um, We're the best at worship. I was at OC Tavern. This was a little better. <laughs> my my congregation on the others flip side of that. Bless uh, their hearts. Yes, bless bless our hearts. 
we've struggled and we struggled a lot with worship. Um, and there are people, people that don't go there in, anymore because the worship is bad. Yeah. It's hard, man. And by bad, you mean just like the performance is bad. It's just the talent level is bad. Yes. So, <laughs> which is, it's weird. So there's right. So I came from a church and, in uh, college and such they would pick songs that were very theologically rich and it was never interesting <laughs> and you never engaged and it yeah, just and the and, and talent was, which is so funny kick and you 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 said earlier how how vapid a lot of the lyrics are but you're like and the, but the music is good so there's this weird balance there's of this tension and, and we just we, yeah we just have to remember we're human and we we when there's music playing, we expect the music to be good. What, whatever, where, wherever we hear music, which like we expect to be good, and then I don't think there's anything and wrong the same with thing, that. Same thing with a speaker, right? If someone's speaking to us and they're mumbling and they're losing their place, and they could have a great point in there, but they've they might have stumbled over themselves. They might have so the much. best point. Yes, yeah. But but if it's delivered in a way that's not, and that's. Yeah, and that and that's not really uh, like I don't want to parse things out. It, I don't think it usually ends up that black and white. Um, what I'm really trying to get down to here is is what is what is the average mindset of someone just in South Orange County? I'll just yeah, narrow broad it down. base because because even and this is what they teach in college is like if you have a typo in your slideshow. That's what people are going to think about the whole time. Right. You got to stick in typo when you're sticking type in your slideshow. So it's like, okay. Presentation matters. Yeah. Translate that to other things about mumbling or the singer being (laughs) off key. Or or the Uh, worst thing, which is like super dynamic speaker, authoritatively speaking, confident, charismatic, good looking, all of it. The message is shit. But people walk away thinking that was a great yeah, message. That's they get the thing, up. and that is yep. the big. That's the big one. That's the dangerous one. And that's that is judging how the morning went by the performance. That's kind of yeah, what I'm right. trying to get to. Which yeah. the music is yeah. the same way. Yeah, it's oh my gosh, there's it's such a challenge. There's, all, there's also something about. I mean, there's something to be said for preparation. I mean, you can be, mm-hmm. you can really be, maybe not the greatest singer, but there is a way to organize things. I'm sure to where things can be much better from ground zero. Here's where we started. Yeah. And now here we are. And now we're about to, you know, actually perform on stage or speak on stage. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen, you know, or you've heard pastors that just, Oh, they mailed it in on that one or man, they, I know they put a lot of effort in into that. And, and then there's music where you're like, they had that dialed in or they did not. And it can be, it can be a distraction uh, and take your mind off of what's actually happening. It could be the words, could be the moment and it's lost for whatever reason. I know that game of Thrones worship song that's been done a few times at our church. I'd check out as soon as that one shows up. You know Uh, what I'm talking about? Defender. I've never seen it. Defender. Defender. 
It's not af- actually affiliated with Game of Thrones, Scott. I just okay. <laughs> I just saw <laughs> Game of Thrones. Were, I thought you were dead serious. <laughs> no, because it starts the with a bagpipe. That, I think it's first Bethel. verse. First verse. It says something like, "You bring me the head of my enemy." Oh yes. No, it's just quoting the Psalms. Right. Yeah, that's all. We yeah. should get the baby bashing in yeah. on some of oh, these too. Definitely. Just yeah. quoting them. Yeah. But uh, it's 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 such a non sequitur. And and it sticks out so much, and you're sitting there like, "You bring me the head of my enemy." Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! And it's it's like a it's like more soft. time in the old Old Testament. Yeah. Gentle song. You bring me the head. Of- yeah, and all I did was worship. All yeah, I did, and all, all I did, I did was, was bow down, and you just brought me this guy's head, which Thanks. is good because yeah, God delivered David from his enemies. Yeah. Thanks, God. No, I, 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 and I struggle with that, and I'm on the whose worship. head does God? I just picture the preacher. <laughs> whose head does God need to bring to you? <laughs> How can you worship God for God to bring said person's head to you? <laughs> no, I, I'm on the worship team, I'm, and I am hypercritical of worship teams, um, wor- worship stuff, and I. It, it's it's tough, man. It's tough. Any. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of the worship leader. We're going to sing a new song today. And as we do, I just want each one of you to be thinking <laughs> about whose head, whose head <laughs> you'd like God to bring to you. Oh my gosh. We, yeah. all, we yeah. all know that person. We all have had a head in our life that we We're want you to decapitate picture, picture that person oh right now. Gosh. Just picture that person. Keep just, in mind that God calls you to love your enemies, but God will deliver the head of said enemy. <laughs> all you got to do is worship. We'd like you to love the head of the enemy that's been brought to you. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, we're, we're such a little bit a giant to slay, you know? I mean, the... Yeah, the the counter to Clearly, that that's what is the song like says. Yeah, <laughs> the counter to that is like it's metaphorical. And, it's gross. It's just it's gross, gross imagery. I don't want to be thinking and about also, that. And also, I do shipping. like theologically for this podcaster. I do believe God isn't a do what I say, not what I do type of God. If there is a God, I'm contractually obligated to say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, God. Yeah, that's the one thing. God would be, uh, <laughs> <That'd> be <caveat. laughs> love your enemies because that's what God does. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. No justice. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Straw man. It's not a straw man. How is there justice without punishment? Go ahead, Jeff. No uh, justice. No justice. It, no, I'm not exactly it. sure. <laughs> I feel like we're in a neutral area here. I feel like we're starting to land the plane. <laughs> Scott's trying to bait uh, me. There, there <laughs> it's, it's it's real. There's this talk of worship, and as I um, left for a moment, I was thinking about there's this music that you keeps you went, coming you back. Okay, stop. There's this. <laughs> there's this. I had, a, I had a Biden nap outside. Uh, there's this music that keeps coming back. It's worship music. It's Christian worship music. And lately, every time I get in my car, the music it's just automatically playing from my playlist on my car, as opposed to like I've got pod. I've got a podcast that's that's open. I've got other things that are open that could be playing. But it, it can lately, it keeps choosing automatically every time I get in the car of these worship songs. There are worship songs that when I first became a believer, 
these are the songs I was listening to. These are the songs that I was running to. These are the songs I was thinking mm-hmm. about. These are the songs that I, songs that I was. And like, I like that part version better. <laughs> these are the songs I was thinking about. Yeah, the these these were the Love songs I was songs. meditating on, and and like literally weeping when I'd be listening and running or mm. something along those lines. And it's been happening constantly. They're the songs that that Zach would be like, oh God. Is that more Tomlin or something like that? But I'm like, why is like for me, I'm like, I I cannot get distracted here. Something is happening. Yeah. And I want to say, I would never want to like you discourage know, uh, you right. from your Tomlin moments. And I, and, it's, it's just not for me. Right. Like, or whatever I poo poo on this podcast or whatever it is like, that's, that's for me. I don't want to rob people of the moments that make them cry and, and build them up. Even if it is Chris Tomlin, but they're, they're right. And there's something in that, that like, you just want to bash, bash these old guys. Um, there's something in, in that, that I'm like, okay, here we are worship. This, this is, this was like my past worship, Mm. worship moments like where I was deep into just f- having this ex- an incredible experience for many years and I almost feel like God is like calling me back into like, you need that passion. There's something there to meditate on again. And I'm trying to figure that out. But in terms of worship, and going to church and hearing worship songs, I'm, it, I'm having a sometimes a difficult time, like on certain songs. I'm like, I'm getting distracted. Like, no, this isn't one of those songs. No, I wouldn't put my hands up on this song. And actually, when I think that, I need to put my my hands up and just like praise Jesus. Like there, there's like, we can't walk out of this church service in regret. Mm. Or also you could be like, you know what? This song is shit, but you know what? Praise Jesus. Cause I'm alive. And right. Like it, it doesn't have to be like the yeah. dopamine hit. I think we, we confuse like the music being magical and when it clicks and it fires on all cylinders, it is magic. And we confuse that with God and the Holy Spirit. Well, a little bit of part, a part of it is a little cynicism on my part when I'm actually like, oh, it's it's that song. And I've heard so many people like, mm. I remember listening to, uh, or it was Chuck. Oh my gosh. I can't remember. He's, he's got- Liddell. Chuck Liddell. <laughs> oh yeah. The Ice Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, he, he was talking, he was talking, Smith. this is, yes, he, there was, this is a while back, but he was talking about how, oh, people hear certain songs and they put their, you know, they praise and worship and put their arms up and they're, they're singing. And then there's other songs like, oh, it's, this isn't like a good, a good song for me. And so they, they don't worship. And he was like calling people out. Like they're all, this is all about Jesus. So, like, it can't just be mm, compelled like, worship, r- right? <laughs> this song's about Jesus. You better work. Put your hands up. It's a heart that, Ooh, and that people hot. can get lost <laughs> in that commercialism of worship. Of also, uh, I don't think I've put my hands up ever. 
No. In my life. I'm a... Uh, I'm, I'm more always reserved. watching. I'm not very handsy. Will you, yeah. put, them, will you put them out? Yeah, you just out like you're holding a baby. Up. No, yeah. I usually or like a board, hold the, like holding a board. Yeah, hold the like baby. A big loaf hold of bread, like a birthday like, cake, like a French roll. If I had a French yeah. roll, I would put my hands out to receive it. Because at, at, at Calvary Costa Mesa, you 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 couldn't you couldn't like rock back and forth during worship. The ushers would come by and be like, you know, you, yeah. You're just, oh, he's, you're Scott's just, finding what? the uh, you're contradiction and distracting. So, in, distracting people as far from as worshiping. Chuck Smith is but concerned. Just, it's like just worship Jesus as long as it's not. Don't be distracting. Don't what? Don't, don't worship, worship that Jesus. Hard. Yeah, just it, enough. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Gosh. See, everybody's got their blind spots. Wow. Everyone has their thing. That's the that's the beauty of this thing that is life is so much su- subjectivity and most of. Most of the things we think are objective truths are subjective in a way that would make us uncomfortable if now, we were honest yeah. about it. Now, it might not have been that, that way like in the 70s, 80s, 90s. Because uh, he was In high. the 2000s, um, yeah, there there was like, you, they, they didn't want you to distract other people from worship. Mm-hmm. So if I they, get that. If you're moving back and forth and maybe, maybe putting your hands distract up Distract other people much. from worshiping in a way that if they were actually worshiping in the way they wanted to, they might be distracting to the other person. It's a self-defeating cycle of like, what does that even mean? I go back to when my wife dragged me to church, you know, 15, 16, 17 years ago. And there was her, our friend with their hands up. I'm like, who are these stupid people? <laughs> what are they doing with their hands? It up? definitely wasn't me. Are they waving at people? Like what is going on? This is just ridiculous. <laughs> now Jeff's the guy, your touchdown, mm. Jesus touchdown. Let's go, baby. What's the, that's in Rio. No, he's like, the, he's uh, like stuck the landing. What's the Jesus. statue in Rio? I don't, I don't have kids. So I don't know. Rio. <laughs> she stuck, <laughs> stuck the landing. Jesus. 10.0 right there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck the Nailed line. that, gymnast Jesus. Ooh, that's a three point five from Russia. Now, I, I remember him. even at our church several years ago, there was the uh, Todd's son was our pastor's son was like jumping up and down, and he kind of and he was in the middle, and I noticed that he ended up off to the side the next service. It's like the jumpers will go off to the <laughs> side, but I got it. It was like yeah. we we don't mind that, but that could distract those yeah. that aren't like comfortable and they will be, that's like, they're like lost in mm-hmm. like you're jumping up and down. Like, that's mm-hmm. great. I like to worship by shadow boxing guys. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. Does your church accept shadow boxers? Yeah. Cause that's really how I do it. I do stretch worship worshiping. I like to stretch. It's mild yoga. Stretching <laughs> is too far. Ooh, yeah. Wait a second. You let people wave flags. No, but you're not, you're not stretching. Okay, okay, stretching's okay, but don't wear yoga pants. Downward dog worship. Okay. <laughs> Ultimately, this all started with somebody calling somebody else out on stage um, and, and worshiping Jesus from stage, I would say. You know, someone, a woman preaching from the pulpit and someone going, uh, you know, that's that's not right. And I... Learning from women can be scary, guys. You guys are worshiping God the wrong Mm, way. (laughs) Yes. Right. There's a whole whole big can of worms right there. But did we... uh, um, I was told that we had a call-in. Did we not get a call-in to the show this week? Well, I don't know. Did we? Did we? I I thought we did. Who told you that? Uh, A little birdie told me who went on a rant on our little 
you know, recording. And, she, and this she said, it only allowed me to do one minute. I did two minutes. Then I looked down and it shut off after one minute. So mm. what was that? Nope. This is a, what we call a technical fail on that person. No voice mm. messages. Oh my god! Uh, they realized it was a woman's Who voice. Who are you talking like, nope, about? Nope. My not wife. Gonna, not gonna. Your wife? Yes. You had a call in? She called in. Was she trying to teach? Because there is a filter on here that yeah, doesn't Yeah, we have allow. a theological <laughs> filter. <laughs> it's a, it's Sorry, the first Timothy filter. <laughs> complimentarian. Uh, the, the, we left the complimentarian uh, filter on. Yeah. yeah. Jeff, do you want to call her right that now and so get her on live? On. I'll put it, I'll, I'll Jeff, put it into egalitarian mode. Jeff, she call can her. Try, have her try it again. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, call her and see if she'll uh, she wants to rant. Or okay, you know what? Let, we'll just let let her rant when you get home. <laughs> no, call her right now. Are you serious? Why not? Yeah, Give her, what, dude, try it. See what happens. <laughs> you heard of technology? Uh, I, 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 I can call her. Yeah, you call her. Uh, this no, this technically is going to be hard to pull off. No, yeah, technically women aren't supposed to be on the podcast. You know, so. <laughs> she didn't for some reason she recorded, but maybe there's a submit button that she didn't click. She's not submitting to you. She's <laughs> clearly. No, call her, put her on How speaker. How dare you, Scott? Jeff, right in Jeff himself. call her up. It'll come through on speakerphone. Do you submit to your husband? No, call, call her, call her right now. Tell her you, she's on the podcast. And she needs to leave the voicemail now. And if it, not, she can hang up. It's a different, it's I a think different button for men. The voicemail like, go to the no, app. No, no, no. It says no. send. Tell us what she thinks oh right gosh. now. It's ridiculous. I want to hear it. It says, I for men, the button says send. For women, it says it on submit. There. Well, why don't we have that? Oh my gosh. It's so Wait, ridiculous. Just turn it up. Wait, Tanya? No. Yeah. Wait. Turn it up all the way. Jeez. Oh, um, You're on the podcast, Tanya. You're on the podcast. Hi. Hi, Tanya. So we did not get the call-in message that you left. Oh, yeah? Yes. Give it to us now. Can, can you give it to us? Uh, <laughs> uh, hold on, I forgot. Um, oh, yeah. So on the podcast, the last one, you guys are talking about words that you hope to go viral or catch on or whatever. And you guys are saying like, what'd you say? Fabric. And then Jeff said he had invented a word that was on a movie or a TV show. And he said the word was cool. No. What'd you recalculus, <laughs> Right. And that is not the word he came up with. I recall it was, um, douche nozzle. <laughs> That's the word <laughs> he made up. So when, I, so when I was listening to the podcast, I was like, that is not the word he said. And Obviously so I tried biblical. to call in. <laughs> so, yeah. And then we were watching a TV show years later and the main character said that and we were dying laughing. We're like, what? So douche nozzle is a word apparently Jeff made up. And oh, he thinks he has trademarks on that? Yes, TMs? I don't know. He said he was the first one to say that. And now I don't even remember what show it was, but I know it was a pretty... Good, like a show that everybody watched. Probably Game of Thrones. No, yeah. it was. Yeah, I just <laughs> imagine Elise saying. So I've never even nozzle. seen that, and I remember watching. It. Maybe it was Modern Family. It was one of those shows. Not Modern Family. It wasn't Recalculus. It was Douche Nozzle. Thank you, thank you for That's that. It. That was the rant, <laughs> Jeff. She said she went off for like two minutes. 
I know, but then it cut me off and it said I can only record for a minute. So I re-recorded and then I had to title it. So I titled it Douche Nozzle and I sent it to you guys. But. Uh, Tanya, did you click the submit button? Yes. And then it told me to submit it to who and I had to click bros, Bibles, and beer. And then that's when I said to put my name and then a title. So you guys would know who it was coming from. Did, so, it, tell you so, to, did it tell you to submit to Jeff? It's... Not to Jeff. It's a prose <laughs> We just want to know, Tanya, do you have a problem with submission is what we're getting and at. Gosh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank suck. you, Tanya. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Uh, I love you. <laughs> oh. uh, wow. She <laughs> oh, like, God. Uh, Tanya, uh, he said he... Yeah, I wanted thing. words of affirmation. So do you think you also made up Recoculus? <laughs> There's so much in there. I didn't even... <laughs> no, no, I didn't make up Recoculus. I did mix that one up with my douche nozzle. Wow, that's a soundbite. Um... <laughs> 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 Just you got to be the right end. So anyway, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad we got that biblical moment yeah. for my wife. Was she ranting that you weren't getting enough credit for that word? No, she wanted to correct him as you would. Oh, no, that's definitely. not the word you use. You use this word. Jeff, I'm just thankful if, that my wife is listening to the podcast. So, yeah, if I knew closely. Jeff, so guess what? what word Ladies and gentlemen and everything in between, uh, uh, leave uh, us a voicemail, anchor.fm slash BBB pod. And I think there's a button at the bottom that says message. Yeah, yeah there's I a VM you, message. You can figure it out. Depending on your preferred gender at the time. <laughs> okay. The button's there uh, no matter what. <laughs> It's not a gendered button. Everyone likes pressing buttons. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I, I it's love a universal. It. Yeah. Scott, will you touch it. my button? Uh, we <laughs> did not do. What are you consuming? Well, let's do it. Okay. Do it. Go, go ahead, we did, Jeff. We did a little bit. Okay. We just left out. No, I think we got everybody. Oh, no. Consuming? Okay, I thought you meant no liquid, but no. Okay. That was go the ahead. beginning. The yeah, end we're all drunk now. Yeah. No. Except for Andy. Scott, what are you consuming? I'm clear-eyed. Oh, man. That's Andy's still drunk from the weekend. Bushy-tailed. I I started watching Yellowstone. Everyone tells you you should. And I had to fast forward through some parts, but uh, it's pretty good. And it's like... You don't like boobs and butts? <laughs> yeah. There's boobs and butts in Yellowstone. I don't know. I yeah. Season, I season one, especially. Um, not not too often, but... but uh, Does Kevin Costner show his butt? No. No. That you you don't know boobs, who wants though. to see. No. Yeah. <laughs> At this point. Uh, but... Well, <laughs> <laughs> so he gets his rolls um, um but I, the, i'm watching rolls. it and i'm like halfway through the first season i'm like wait who am i supposed to be rooting for here oh interesting because uh, you want the clear black hat uh white hat scenario right well it's because you root are you supposed to root for uh wait, dutton a the third dutton? hat clear hat there's red hat yeah um Red feather. Dutton. Dutton. You're supposed to root for Dutton? Um, <laughs> because he's like, he's like a, basically a, a redneck mobster. And you're like, oh. okay, wait, am I supposed to root for Tony Soprano here or Soprano. someone else? But then there's no one else to root for. Mm -hmm. And the whole show, it's like, who's doing the moral right thing? Nobody. Oh, so, nobody. So is it tough? Is that tough then for you to, without a clear protagonist, kind of like Breaking Bad, like at a, at a certain point, Breaking Bad. Ozark. Or Ozark. It's a it's so well written, you're compelled to keep watching. Well, 
not everybody, obviously, but I was compelled to keep watching, even though it's like everything is terrible. Like everything is bad. Chuck Smith compels you. <laughs> well, yeah. Who, who, whose side are you on? And that's part of the story is that they're writing. Yeah. Uh, that's part of the writing is like you, you want to, and that's, I mean, human nature as well. Like you want to pick a side. Somebody. Yeah. And then at some point you're like, yeah, you vote, you're like, you want Rip to win the, like the bully ranch hand. But then other times you're like, I don't want, like, what is, what is he doing? Like, why can't he just it. relax, bro? Now, are you a few episodes in or are you going to keep watching? I'm, I'm on season two. You're going to keep going? So oh, you've been going. I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'll probably get through season two and see, right. see how well, it goes. Good for you. But, uh, there are a lot of shows like that. Um, and it's, it's, it's entertaining, but at the same time, you're like, man, I just not, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to think about this. Well, each individual character, like, like it's complicated. They're, yeah, they're complicated which, people, which is like life. I mean, li- like life is like that, and and you can evaluate yourself like that too. It's like, uh, I don't, I or I, I do things that I, I don't like. Should I be rooting for myself in those situations? Eh, maybe not. Mm. No? Mm. It's complicated. It's a good yeah. posture. Okay, who's next? Mm. Yeah. Andy. I've been doing my homework. Ooh. The 80s? What is this? Can Okay, Scott and Jeff, can you hear the lyrics versus the music? Can you identify what's off about it? I'm gonna fight them. Oh, is this a cover of uh It is. It's a mashup. It's a mashup. Taylor Swift and Yes. Um I'll just turn it down low. Yes, I've been doing my homework because coming up in about a month we have the annual cover uh cover band thing happening. Our neighborhood decided to put on a neighborhood party though, and this time they asked us to play. So <laughs> I'm tr- trying to uh, spend some time learning cover songs and learned a bunch of Black Crow songs last night. But I- I'm also doing research for really cool versions of cover songs, too. And I would love to do this one, which is a mashup of Sweet Dreams by the... The Entitleds. Eurythmics. Rith- yes. <laughs> the Entitleds. And uh, Seven Nation Army by Jack White. But the trick is they switch the music and the lyrics. And that's why it, uh, it works oh, yeah. both ways. So there's Seven Nation Army, but they're going to do I'm Sweet play Dreams. this on the way home. I love this song. I don't like that. But <laughs> <laughs> I like the Eurythmics. So it's, it's, it's pretty genius. It's a fun twist. It's pretty genius. And then when they go to the second verse, they flip the music in. The, yeah. Anyway, that's what I was consuming my evenings here as I'm starting to work through these things. And I'm also like recruiting, trying to get people to copious musicians amounts of musicians it's okay if we invite others probably yeah there's a lot of tacos so listener if you can second if you can find your way to andy's house (laughs) a flyer that our neighborhood was like if this is free if you're in the neighborhood but if it's not it's twenty (laughs) dollars and i'm like what all right wait there's people in the neighborhood (laughs) collecting money for your the, the neighborhood like i said at the beginning the neighborhood is putting on a party and they've asked us to come and do this. Oh. And so I was like, all right. Wait, is it going to not be in your garage? It will probably. Okay. Be, yes. 
Like, if you want to have His the garage party. is in the neighborhood, Jeff. Right. Gosh, I, I realize that. Such a Scott. It's the heart. Yeah. It's yeah. the heart. How dare you clarify? Ugh. Anyway, that's that. This is detail that doesn't. Listeners yeah. don't need. Yeah, yeah. Zach? That's good. I uh, I yeah, watched good. I watched Tenet again oh by Christopher God. Nolan. Why? Why would you do that? This is the third time. Every wow. time it gets better, and headphones? I'm convinced. I am so in love with Christopher Nolan uh, that um, I'm convinced that whatever you don't understand about that movie, which is almost all of it, it means I'm wrong, and he's right. You see what you want because to he's a master filmmaker, and I don't care if I don't get it. And actually, they say there's a line in the movie something about like don't don't even try to understand. Like it's a throw off comment by one character to another. And I'm like, oh, I think he put that in there for this movie. Don't try to understand it. Just go along for the ride. And it's great. There's a bunch hmm. of other stuff too. But um, I disagree so strongly. Oh, K- Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Sonically, Kendrick Lamar, uh, his new album. Uh, you don't have to play anything. Just leave it. I can do it. No, there's. It's just so raw and real. And uh, if you want a worship worship experience that is uh, not uh, traditionally worshipful and it's not safe and clean if you there's the father wounds one remember the song one of them is like father wounds it's just like he's clearly got a faith in God he's clearly working through some things it's very autobiographical and it's it's real and that's what I appreciate about it I'm reminded of uh, there's a a, a fairly well-known Christian rapper, Christian hip-hopper. Lecrae. Uh, not Lecrae. LaCroix. Tom uh, McDonald? It's not Amos. It's not, uh, I was going to say Amos Lee. That's not Kirkland a Seltzer. rapper. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he got banned from Lifeway Bookstores because his lyrics had the word penis in it. He was talking about like not, He he's too busy thinking with his penis. He's making a, a contrast of like, I'm thinking with, you know, one part of my body, whereas I should be thinking other ways. And uh, they banned his album from the bookstore. And I was I was having a conversation with my daughter. I'm like, I, I just want to ask them, have you guys read the Bible? You sell a bunch of Bibles. Like, have you read the Bible? There's a lot more than penis in there. And a, a, con- and, and a context that is worse than this guy. Uh, but anyway, that's what I appreciate about, about uh, the Kendrick Lamar album. It's very real. I want to Hyper know what he, I want to know what he rhymed with penis. <laughs> between us, between us, yeah. Don't, hey, or he could have said tweener. He could have. You're right, <laughs> Scott. He could have. Turn that up a little bit. Oh, this the party breaks my humility just for practice. Tactics we learn together. So it loses forever. Daddy is Early morning wake ups, practicing on day offs. Tough love, bubbled up. No chase on me. No chase on me. Yeah. I tried, I tried to make it through this album. Mm, you got to the word boob. <laughs> he didn't. Like, <laughs> then he said boob. He said She rhymed with tube. Boob, boob. And I was like, nah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't. I respect that you've enjoyed it. I can't get there yet. It's well, I don't know. It's it's weird that I don't know if I'd say I enjoy it. Like it, it's it's heavy. Like it's not something I would listen on repeat. It's something I want to consume and digest a couple times and think about. But it's not some. My favorite artists are ones that I want to keep listening to. This album I don't think qualifies for that. It's a almost like a separate category because it's. It's uh, 
It's dark and heavy and raw. That's his. I mean, he's. That's kind of him. Yeah. He's dark. Yep. <clears throat> Dude. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get out of here. Oh, Jeff, what do you got? Uh, let's keep the energy up, boys. Yeah, okay. I've been <laughs> noticing lately that we're losing energy at the end. Let's I went, keep it up for I the listener. Saw, I went and saw Top Gun with my wife uh, Sunday night, and it was terrific. It's actually one of the better movies I've seen in a long time. Thank God it was just a normal movie with a good script. And um, I actually talked to some people who were like, you should go see it. They liked it, and I saw it and went to work today, and I'm like, ah, I saw Top Gun. They're like, we saw it too. It was so good. I was like, wow, okay. This is uh, this is a good one. I Pete. loved how Goose's son died. Mm. What? I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> um, the other is uh, I listened to your daughter's podcast, Andy. The, oh, yeah. The Guamcast. The Guamcast. With my son on there. And uh, I'm so impressed. Did they get married on the podcast? I'm so impressed <laughs> with their they're just grown up people. I'm was blown away by just the conversation that they had. Just I'm like sophomore, junior in high school. Really? Where was I? Like what was I doing? I had a girlfriend. I was a mess. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was cool. I've been. I was listening on the way home today. Yeah. That. What did you? What else did you think? Um, I just thought they're. They like man. I. I mean, I know my son, but I. I didn't realize like they talked about love languages, and I'm like, wow, what the heck? How come I haven't had these conversations with my Your boy? Wife. Like. My wife. No, I've, I've had that conversation with my wife. We did a whole... Dude, you were a junior in high school. Your love language was thrusting. Like, like my, Mine was... To Montel Jordan's This Is How We Do It. Mine was oblivion <laughs> oblivion and selfishness. That was... When I think back, I'm like, I didn't... Like, I just take care of myself. Uh, no, that... It was great. I think, uh, it was... Your, Scott's look. your daughter is such... A very, she's such a good uh, communicator of words, even when she's jumping around. Just so has, you're going to allow them to get married? Is that what you're saying? I, uh, I, I'm, I'm just impressed. I, I'm stepping over my bounds. I'm just impressed. <laughs> They're both like knock it off, guys. Impressed with our Zach, not guys. The two of them are, and yeah. how the two of them are uh, outside of each other. Like they even talk about like. It's healthy. This is healthy, and mm -hmm. that probably is not the right way. You should probably just, you know, cut the umbilical cord type of, you know, I'm paraphrasing, you know, if that's happened in your relationship. I'm like, dang, I literally took their conversation and took it, part of it, right into my classroom and had an hour-long conversation with sixth graders Whoa. on family, friends, and, and talked about, like, who do you allow in and who wow. don't you allow in? Like... That's so you whole, learn. You not only learn, learn from a, a young woman. You learn from a, a woman. I was going to say a teenage woman. Like this is even Jeff is pliable and teachable to women. So Daryl, take note of that. That's what I say. Uh, I mean, ultimately, like <laughs> you can take anything from a com anything. You from take anything from a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't take her heart. Because they're weaker, you're stronger than they are. You can just take it from them. Yeah, just ask Southern Baptist Convention. <laughs> but you're gonna, you're gonna, give me that. 
Jesus. Billy, it's, that's it's, ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous and it's wrong. Uh, Southern hopefully Baptist we ended on some good energy here. Yeah, no, that's cool. I'm glad that you mentioned that. I'm, I'm halfway through that. And I will agree. It's it's encouraging that our kids are doing so well. High emotional IQ in a way that uh, I, I'll just say I wasn't at that age. No. Uh, I, Good yeah. job, Jeff. You did something right. Well, I'm looking at Your my kids other, doing some things. Looking are, at my other three kids and I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 my oldest daughter, she looks at me and she's walking out today. And she's like, what are you looking at? Why are you always staring at me? <laughs> With your Star- face and your eyes. Why are you always staring at me? I'm like, oh. oh. And then she just left. You have a good day at school. Uh, all right. I care about you? <laughs> like, I don't that- even know what to say. <laughs> You're always staring at me, Dad. I'm like, I don't know what to say. I'm just staring at you. I thought you were going to say something. Whatever. Send us out, Zach. Bros Babbles Beer. At Bros Babbles Beer everywhere, if you feel like it. And then the aforementioned anchor.fm slash Pod. That is our podcast host, and you can leave us a voicemail there. And then brosbabblesbeer at gmail.com for emails. And uh, Scott at brosbabblesbeer for future husband yeah. and wife slash yeah, if stuff. You, yeah. If you, Make that happen. If you, <laughs> Thanks for listening. And uh, <laughs> smile at a stranger. That's what I say. That's my closeout. Smile I try at a stranger. Ends, ends up they creepy. might think you're an idiot, but yeah. be friendly. I heard the, it. the world is more yeah. than... Uh, I heard another podcast that said, tell someone you love them. I'm like, oh, that's it. That's really big. It's weird. This is how we do it. Straight up coming from the West.